0: If you've been needing some advice, even if it's not all that nice, there's a show you've gotta listen to Listen it to why nerdy Jews who are almost forty say what they do if they were you See the cheese so you can sing along To every reference I can fit into the song Pick an F so you can enjoy Rose McIver's voice Jake and Amir, baby Jake and Amir Are finally here to assist They'll put you on blast for the things that you ask And probably call you a bitch So if you have problems that you're dying assault and if neat, promise you need help from a Jew, send it all here to Jake and Amir. The podcast is If I Were You.
1: Wow. Okay. That. <laughs> okay. I have no notes. Simply put, that's a final. On yeah, vinyl. That was uh, solid. I uh, loved it. Uh, Jeremiah wrote that. Jeremiah, uh, thank you. He wants us to know that he doesn't sing or make music. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a fucking eye opener. Wow you just you hear that and you think who's the pro behind it it's not jeremiah so what is jeremiah so he took the instrumental cover of a manga song which he says is pronounced manga not manga you dumbass is what he says uh and he sang over it but um the instrumental is not mine only the terrible vocals are says jeremiah so why did he do this he did it to be a part of the show. He did it so that we would talk about it. <laughs> and we are. And it worked. And I have um, I have nothing but respect for him. He says the song is called Hikaru Nara from the anime Your Lie in April. And is Jeremiah going on tour with this anytime soon? It doesn't say going on tour, but I doubt it because he's not a singer and he only did one song. Right. Yeah. I just, well, I just feel like this could really go viral. <laughs> right. Like what would the tour be, I guess? I guess he could do other anime instrumental cover vocal over for other track. podcasts. Yeah, for other podcasts, he could do a Pod Save America one. Yeah, or or a This American Life one. Yeah, he can do that one, or he can do like a maybe a High and Mighty one for Gabrus, and we'll send it off to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I'd really like him to do it for Ira is all, well, but yeah, <laughs> he won't. I don't think he's going to be doing it for Ira Glass. <laughs> well, you don't yeah. Know. <laughs> do you think you have a better voice than this guy? but you had to think about it yeah but i have a little more experience with uh with singing and songwriting i was a singer songwriter in high school and college songwriter yeah i wrote some songs you wrote songs oh yeah i wrote songs (laughs) i'd like to i'd like to read one if you still have them on a desktop computer somewhere i might have i think i've got like a video of me and eddie gaga performing one Certainly, you remember the chorus or the title to some of these songs. Oh, I do, and oh, yeah. I will not share it. Here. <laughs> I'd love to hear one title. No. Okay, I'll give you a title. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the entire song? Um, if I sat down, I mean, I still know how to play the the song on the guitar, and I wrote the lyrics. It's just so once, I, know, I know how many know songs did you write? <laughs> um, it's probably like a. I mean, depending on like when you really start, like if you were starting as early as like my freshman year punk band yeah going all the way up to the acoustic songs i would write when i was like a freshman sophomore in college oh wow so like when i met you almost you were writing songs when i I moved to new york i I didn't write songs anymore it was that was when i was (laughs) in new haven going to school at southern writing songs writing songs but like well why would you write songs uh to get (laughs) girls to like me you'd write the songs and play them for girls or you'd no. record them and show them to girls. I would I would I would write songs and then Eddie would sing them and then we would perform them for people like at parties. Interesting. Um so like I live I, didn't, shows. I never I never sang because I wasn't good enough at singing. And you never recorded it. Uh we we, we recorded some songs but i don't know where they are now. all right what's there your f- was recording what's your favorite song that you wrote this is interesting because i had no idea you wrote any songs the ones i'm that, discovering something new about the you. the one that like my core friend group back home like still sings oh really pretty pleased pretty please pretty please and what is it about what are you asking? what are you begging for um it was about <laughs> pretty please is a good name for a pop song yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> I've, so far, I have no comments about the title. I think it's perfect. You like the title? Yeah. Pretty Please was about when I was going away to college and leaving my girlfriend who was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, then what would you be asking her, Pretty Please? Uh, it was like, Pretty Please, can I, Can we stay together? Can I stay here and be with you? Got it. <laughs> I'm so big. <bitch. laughs> <And laughs> the interview ends now. <laughs> well, I want to know just the, cor- <laughs> this, I know the, the chorus. The podcast ends with me singing cappella, Pretty Please with all of my fucking heart. uh what is the chorus i can't i don't want to just like tell you the words it's not it's not. It's. isn't that better than singing the song oh yeah it's definitely better than singing it which but like i just think if you like give me a line pretty please is is the first uh or is one of the lines of the chorus Uh, but it's not a full line pretty please can i what can i stay with you tonight pretty please can i see you again uh, soon Pretty please, I don't want to leave. I'm happy here. <laughs> Why can't you see, you loser? I can't believe you fucking said that out loud. <laughs> delete this from the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, delete it. Of delete, course, delete, nobody's delete, still listening. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> so many unsubscribes. Pretty please, and your friends know about this song. They know all the lyrics. Who can I ask to you sing this song for Eddie me? Eddie Gaga. Uh, who came up with the melody yeah uh you could ask christine <laughs> uh jamie lynn <laughs> they steve all know. you know steve yeah they all actually know th- jeff and dave know the song really yeah so we can have maybe dave or jeff sing it and send it in for sure yeah would that embarrass you or less embarrassing it'd be i mean all of this embarrasses me <laughs> for sure and <laughs> which is hard because you have a dungeons and dragons podcast yeah. and this is like what really gets you it's re- yeah definitely. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no there's that's all this whole thing embarrasses the shit out of me uh anyway this is uh this is not a jake's history podcast though it should be uh this is I, every episode we we regale you guys with one i wish i still had the lyrics story. to all of these songs they're so fucking emo all you right, don't go. have you don't have them somewhere in your brain is the most of them yeah in the I, in the brain i have a lot of them i but it'd be really fun to just like have one of my old notebooks that had all like all the lyrics yeah. they're so sad <laughs> so sad were you songs. just in a sad place i mean i was just in a desperate place there's like <laughs> had like some hopeless crushes on i mean multiple people like i wasn't too picky about who i had a crush on i had like 5 crushes and each one of them broke my heart in half like just because they didn't like me or like didn't even think about it. it's not like they didn't like you it's just like oh yeah jake and you're like yeah like this oh, is Jake's unrequited, my and i have another boyfriend and i'm like <laughs> oh, but i'm in love with you and then also i'm in love with danielle i'm in love with claire too <laughs> and i'm in love with them and then when you were like 19 and 20 who was the goat who were you trying to emulate who was like this is the class a standard i have to be like this person this is the um 19 and 20 dave matthews probably he's saying what you were like wish i could sing wish yeah yeah wish i could sing wish i could write (laughs) yeah like that i wish i could play like dave matthews yeah that was like yeah that was what i was going for yeah because you didn't have a good voice and you weren't that good at guitar and then your songs were also not good no that's That's not true (laughs) (laughs) my songs were dope my voice was awesome and my guitar playing was insane was Uh, also good it was sort of like a blend of Blink-182 and Dave Matthews that's what I was like trying to do got it pop acoustic pop punk pop folk oh yeah pop folk that's what it was that's cool like Jason Mraz yeah but like a little less poppy than that a little more a little more like dashboard confessionally oh that's cool did you ever have a fedora no no i I didn't that's awesome man thanks dude uh this is if i were you show the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us i'm amir i'm jake uh i wanted to do this episode because you're getting lasik eye surgery today yes i said we should record half the episode before you get lasik and then the second half when i'm blind that's right second half tomorrow after you're lasik Mm -hmm. so right now is just the build-up you're getting lasik in three hours what time is it? It's uh, it's a little afternoon on Monday. Yeah, three hours. Monday, May twenty first. Right now, we'll release this on Monday, May twenty eighth. You're getting LASIK in three hours. I'm scared as fuck. Has it hit you yet? Yeah, it has. Was it nervous when you did it? Or you're like, oh, this is in the future. I'm not that scared. I went. So I went in because I was curious, and then I didn't. I like learned about it, learned the price, learned the recovery time became a little less scared but then still didn't schedule it yeah and then it was a few months and then like my eyesight just got so bad and <laughs> i wasn't wearing the glasses and then we have our trips coming up that's and right i was like i don't want to have to deal with glasses yeah i'd like to be able to see stuff when i go to iceland yeah uh so i'm just gonna so i was like i'm gonna fucking do it i called hoping <laughs> they weren't gonna have any appointments because I, I was like the only day i can do is monday the 21st And they're like okay we have the morning or the afternoon <laughs> all right When would you like us to slice your eyes open with lasers? Of course. (laughs) The burning is what you smell the most when we burn your cornea. So now a part of me is like, wow, tomorrow I'll be able to see better. And then the other part of me is like, what the hell is this going (laughs) to be? Did you purposefully not do research because you don't want to know? I feel like I, I asked a ton of questions when I was there, and I don't remember any of the answers. But I know that like they all satisfied me, and I was like, okay, this is like that's fine, a good reputable safe place. This is like the number one LASIK place in oh, Los Angeles. That's good. I mean, At least the, according to Yelp, <laughs> the big exciting one is that you're not asleep for it. You're awake while they slice and dice and surgically repair your eyes. Yeah, they do that like um, clockwork, orange clockwork orange or style. Orange style thing to your eyes. Eyes open. You're awake, lying on a table. And they, they give burn you, like, your cornea. The cornea has the little, little lens on your eye. They burn it open, f- flap it up, mm-hmm. and then they laser the back of it. They give you like a Valium or a Xanax or something that just like makes you chill out. <laughs> so yeah, it's not even anesthesia. No, I assume they like put I think like they do numbing like, drops. Yeah, I think they they numb your eyes. They numb your eyes and you're on a Valium, so you're just chill. And you're like, holy shit. I'm so nervous talking about <laughs> this right now. Like My stomach <laughs> is literally in knots and my balls have like uh gone into my stomach is anybody gonna be there with you uh jill is picking me up afterwards All right but during it it's not just, just i wonder if i can meeting. be in the room like making videos with you do you, you want to call it they... you want to call an ass <laughs> that would be like fun content wouldn't it yeah if we like did videos while it's happening and i was like asking you questions that'd be cool we can or, ask or they'd be like absolutely not he has to be like motionless he can't be smiling and talking right if you make him laugh oh, when yeah. the laser's in there <laughs> <gasps> holy shit alright so we'll we'll try to answer some questions now when your vision isn't perfect and then tomorrow we can ask you how the surgery went Cool. all the questions perfect. are about can you read this yeah. can you see this I'm holding up a letter can you read what it is um, here's one from hmm. oh uh, a lady we'll call her LASIK nice thanks I met a guy recently on tinder and things have been going really well like way too well We were talking one night that I'm a demisexual, which means I'm not sexually attracted to anyone unless I'm emotionally invested in the person. And because of that, I'm still a virgin. And he was surprisingly okay with it. Now we're like a couple weeks into it, and I'm finding myself really into him, and I'm ready to take it to the next level. But he hasn't done anything in fear of taking things too far with me. So what should I do? I think he thinks I'm a prude because I'm Demi. And I don't want to sabotage our relationship by making it uncomfortable. But, like, I'm trying to fuck. So should I just say I'm down? Am I being selfish because maybe he's not ready? I could really use your help. Thanks, guys. Love, LASIK. LASIK. Have you ever heard of this thing? Demisexual? I'm a demisexual? I feel like it it almost just sounds like the standard. (laughs) Yeah. I have this weird... Condition in which I can't have sex with someone unless I've known them for a few weeks, but now I'm down to fuck them. It's yeah, it seems like what I have should be the condition. <laughs> yeah, what is porn What is it called when you're just overtly sexual, regardless what, of yeah, whether you know the person? What is or it not? when you'll fuck anybody? <laughs> that's, that's that's the condition. That should be demisexual. That's the thing. Yeah, and then like 98% of people are what demisexual. I'll I'm down to fuck, but I have to know and like the person, and she, yeah. yeah. Right. No, that's how it works. I get that. And now that she's she's been with him for a couple weeks, she's ready to take it to the next level, but she's worried. Like, did she even like... Why why even preface this relationship with, by the way, just so you know, I have this thing called being a demisexual where we might not sleep together for 14 days. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're also calling it a condition. Like, I have this thing. Yeah. No, like that's what her... Her sexuality is demisexual, which seems like the most standard one i don't know uh but fuck it yeah if you if you've already like told him this and he's being ultra respectful that is cool that is hot but i do think if you tell him you're down (laughs) to fuck then that breaks the spell and you guys will have sex (laughs) yeah and he'll be like this is great i'm glad i waited the few weeks it won't it won't bother him it won't be weird or it'll be weird for a second, then you'll have sex, and then it won't be weird anymore. Have you ever had to wait? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. People have been like, I'm not comfortable yet. Yeah. And you'll wait. Sure. What's the longest you've waited? In my, like, adult life? When you're, like, when, we're, when I was younger, like, in high school and college, it was pretty standard to wait, like, weeks or months. Right. Yeah. Um, Could you believe you were hooking up with all these demis and you didn't even know about it? Well, I guess that's different when you're like, when you haven't slept with a lot of people or sometimes you even haven't, haven't even slept with anybody, uh, that it's like you want to be a little more, um, a, a little more like picky. But then at a certain point for me, the floodgates were open and it was just like, it doesn't nothing, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> so the question is, should I just say I'm down? I guess. Yes. Am I being selfish? No. Uh, and what should I do? You already said. Say that you're down. You're available now if he's interested. I, I bet, I'll bet you that he's excited about that information. Same. He's into that news. He will like it. Uh, all right, another female question. Ooh, what's another type of eye surgery? Oh, what about cornea? That's a cool name for a lady. Yeah. Cornea. Writes... I'm starting college in the fall uh, in England, and I've never had a boyfriend or done anything more than a peck on the cheek. But here's the issue. Before I go off to school, I'm getting a breast reduction, going from a 32F to a 32C. And I'm going to have major scars on my boobs for around a year. Do you think I should let prospective guys know about my Frankenstein chest before we get busy? Do you think boys will really care? Do you think UK dating protocol is different? Also, any sex slash makeout tips you wish you would have known when you were a freshman in college would be very much appreciated. Ooh. Huge fan for a long time. Uh, Sincerely, Cornea. All right, Cornea. Do you have to warn someone? No. I mean, as long as you're healed and you don't have to warn them to like hey be gentle with my breasts because they're sore or because they're like stitches there that's right uh no i don't think you have to warn anybody also i think most of the time when you're hooking up in college it's going to be dark they won't really know i think like you can have a conversation at some point to clarify what stuff is but you don't have to say like heads up yeah just so you know i used to have bigger boobs What if you start dating somebody and then you're like, by the way, I'm getting smaller boobs in two weeks? Should Uh, you let them know? Like, heads up, what you see isn't what you're gonna get. (laughs) I. just so you know i'll have different boobs soon you're well you're a boob guy so i think that matters more to you oh so if she was like just so you know i'm getting a butt reduction you'd want to know i would yeah i I, (laughs) I demand to know i would throw myself in front of the car on the way to the hospital (laughs) you actually makes people fill out a questionnaire if they're planning on changing their butt before dating you as long as well if it gets bigger that's cool okay so yeah only in one direction is it fine for you Um, that's a Drake line. I'll pay to make it bigger. I don't pay for no reduction. Really? Yeah. That's Uh, not very woke. Well, Drake actually has a pretty fraught, uh, writing relationship with, uh, women. (laughs) Really? He's really romantic, but then he's, he's a little condescending and misogynistic, to be sure. he'll be like, you have to pick up when I call. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's exactly correct. Like, you better not be at a place where you can't pick up when I call. Right. Don't send me to voicemail or text me and say, I'm busy right now. And like to Drake saying like, you're a good girl and you know it. Yeah. Like that's a good girl to Drake is somebody who doesn't party. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is it? Like stay at home. You yeah. Used to, what is, that line's about stay at home. I don't remember it now. <laughs> I, used to... I think it's pretty please. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. There is a, there is a hotline bling line about um, stay at home. Oh, yeah, stay at home, now, now going out more. Right, yeah. You used to not go out as much. You used to always stay at home, be a good girl. You was in the zone. You should just be yourself. Right now, you're someone else. Yeah, so he doesn't like when other people are partying and hooking up with other people, because that's what Drake does. That's right. But you <laughs> should stay at home and be a good girl, waiting for Drake to be done, partying. <laughs> and I hope the fucking God it calls you. Uh, Do you think UK dating protocol is different? I don't know. They're very polite there, so they probably wouldn't say anything about your uh, scars if they noticed. Uh, Do you think boys will really care? I don't. Same. Yeah. From 32F to a 32C, it'll be exciting either way for them, I bet. Yeah, it sounds like you're just going to be able to walk around easier. That's going to be great for you. (laughs) Sex slash makeout tips. You wish you had known. Mm. A makeout tip or a sex tip. I guess. I I'm going to urge this lady to be a demisexual. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't want to lose your virginity without being emotionally attached. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's nice. Uh, that's, that's smart. But is there any, I don't know. Is there any like sex tips that you wish you knew when you were younger? I don't think that like it's like a tip thing. It's more of like a practice thing. Yeah. You have to gain experience. Yeah. Sex is interesting because... No one really teaches you how to be good at it. You just sort of do it and then like you'll gradually get better or stay the same as you you learn what it is. So I guess like just do that. Learn what makes you feel good because that's like what's more important later on too. Yeah. Most of our tips are for guys. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's hard to give a sex tip to a lady. Right. Let's just give guy sex tip. Yeah. Right. Okay. So get your cock nice <laughs> and hard before you put that condom on. Very good. That's really good. Practice safe sex. That's a tip that you wish you'd known. Yep. Remember I, when you got I, all those girls pregnant with your songs? Oh, that's true. Wow. Um, all right. Let's take a break. It'll just last an ad for you guys listening, but... It'll be, it'll mean a world of difference for Jake who may or may not be blind on the other side of this commercial. It'll be a day Um, and it'll be a lifetime. Either that or you'll have laser vision. You said you're a little afraid of having too clear vision, right? I think that what I don't like is when I wear my glasses and I have really clear vision and like people look at me and and they (laughs) see that I'm wearing glasses and they know what this obviously, obviously I'm insane. Yeah. Uh, But I like can see too clearly and then like. People look at me and, like, the glasses are this thing, like, like, this device that I'm using to cheat to see them clearer than I should. Yeah. And it makes me feel like what i'm doing is invasive it makes me feel like i'm wearing x-ray goggles and, and then people know. can see that i'm wearing the x-ray goggles got it but i don't have any problem with how clearly i see i would rather have that and just no glasses of course of course <laughs> um all right if you if it goes well for you we'll find out soon and then who knows maybe i'm next whoa yeah right no never probably uh all right back soon thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show oh yeah baby well if you've been listening to the show you know we love our helix mattresses correct so in an exciting turn of events helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas what they just launched a new company called all form and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door major you park your ass on an all form don't you you got one of those yeah They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great. And it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress, so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other. Shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was it wasn't just yeah that. okay. It was awarded the number one. Best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us cool gq and wired like them too yeah, and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can weigh it doesn't in matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah yeah just go to helix slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a fight mm. with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute have quiz to, but some people and- <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah that's they'll nice. match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. I'm blind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, A day has elapsed. Mm-hmm. It's been basically almost 24 hours yeah the first the first part was on a monday you got your lasik surgery you're back on a tuesday mm-hmm. uh how'd it go <laughs> it went well okay i'll say one thing it is a little more invasive than they let on yeah just off the right off the <laughs> bat like when people are like LASIK, it's no big deal you're in you're out it's fine it's a little bit of a big deal. Well, let's slow a little okay. bit. So you get you you take an Uber there because you can't drive after. Correct. You arrive. You check in. It's like an audition or a doctor's or like what's it like, like a haircut place. Yeah, it's it's like a mix of all of those things. Yeah. You have like you sign in. Yeah. They send you to a room. You right. have like a big packet of stuff uh-huh. that's like. Uh here's here's everything that you need to know like you might experience discomfort uh, some people a waiver basically yeah exactly if they and blind like, you it's not their fault You know what else was fucked up like as I was walking in there were two different phone calls of people complaining <laughs> And she's like yeah no you shouldn't be still like have your vision shouldn't be like hazy like that like you can come back in and then like as i'm sitting down she's like yes no it concerns me a lot that within been five days and you're feeling discomfort still that like i have to be straight up with you that's not that shouldn't be yeah happening. i mean you're if my you do patient like, so i'm concerned <laughs> if you do 10 of those a day you're gonna be fielding one or two of those types of calls every yes. hour so i was pretty nervous at that point yeah and then uh, she's like don't worry that's a rare condition well they weren't even talking to me they, they like just sat me down i Initialled all the lines that were like you might, uh, have, be uncomfortable. It might not work. All yeah. that like the waiver shit. Then you watch a seven minute video <laughs> that tells you like how to care for yeah. your eyes afterward. It, it's called. This might be the last video you'll ever see. Yeah. So and then I looked <laughs> beforehand. I looked at. I was just like looking at Instagram stories. I'm like this is the last time i'll ever (laughs) but the last thing is like a meal that my friend from high school cooked that looks fine all right someone's on a boat tour of new york city great time to be blind for dave rosenberg is live again (laughs) glad i saw that for the last time so then you finally you watch the video and they take you to the room and is it like a dentist chair um, well, before that, you I, they take me to, not the laser room, they take me to another eye, uh, basically I get another—I I get a brand new eye exam, even though I've done it with them before. Oh, I see. Um, and the, that's where the doctor comes in. Who is like a fucking celebrity to me at this point? Because you see him in the video. Yeah, holy shit. You see him on the poster. It's the you guy. You never see him, but there he is. <laughs> he gives me the eye exam. It's like better or worse, one or two, one or two. They get your prescription. basically. Get my prescription, um, but like really nail it. Like was it, it? was it wasn't like Lens Crafters. It was like yeah. This. Is there a lot of pressure? You're like I don't know. They both look the same. Yeah. Please like that was marginally better. to cut my eye out, <laughs> dude. For it because it might not actually be. I can't tell. But then they take like 3D scans of your eyes after that to verify the prescription. Mm-hmm. So what was your prescription? Do you remember? I think it was negative. It had changed. It was like negative 1.25. Okay. In the right eye with like a 25% stigmatism or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then in the left eye was like negative one with the 50% stigmatism. Got it. I've, I recently found out what those numbers are. Like 2020 20 vision is perfect. What you can see from 20 feet, a, per, a person with perfect vision can also see from 20 feet. And then when you say you're minus 1.25, that means like what you see from a uh, twenty feet, a guy with perfect vision can see from one hundred and twenty five feet. Holy shit. yeah, so I minus three hundred. so a guy with perfect vision would have to be three hundred feet away for something for it to be as clear as I see it from twenty feet. that's insane. yeah, Wow. and then like it goes worse and worse and worse from there. Damn. so you have minus one and one minus one point two five, which is like, right kind of blurry, but like not, I can't survive. Right. Exactly. And that, that was sort of like what it was. Like I would walk into the gym or a bar where I was like going to meet somebody and I like wouldn't be able to know if they were there or not <laughs> right, even like while that. i was eating yeah, dinner that's with them. like the shape of somebody i know I right think. but no details in the face no details in the face and then this morning i was like walking to work and i saw a guy on a segway i was like i can see your dumb face you little segway loser. well no spoilers yet <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry you get you get to the you meet the doctor i uh, meet the doctor gives, gives me you the, the exam scan i get i get the um then i get like the eye scan yeah um Then I go into another waiting room that's (gasps) a little more private, dimly lit. Um, They come and and they they, uh, give me a Valium to calm my nerves. Wow. Did you feel that Valium? I felt it on the ride home because as soon as I took it, (laughs) as soon as I took the Valium, they're like, all right. Uh, get in the chair like well what do we hide the drugs what about when you're in the dim room is it like the anxiety of like you're about to go on a roller coaster is it the anxiety of like i'm just gonna take off on a plane are you feeling it at all are you feeling nothing it's definitely more than that it's the anxiety of like oh it's probably it's similar to the anxiety i felt when we went on the swing in new zealand that bad you know not probably not like like, dangling above a gorge anxiety level between that and like when we are about to go on and, on stage and perform or something, got it. So in between like a two and an eight, yeah. You're so I like, just it's like a wow, five. this is pretty bad, mm-hmm. but not like oh, 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 oh shit, right? Not like uh, I need to run away and not do this. Yeah, which I guess is like sort of how I felt on the swing. Yeah, it was like the kind of maybe a little more extreme than the dentist. Yeah, getting a cal- or like above like, like a shot. Yeah right exactly so shot, you're like, like i know it's gonna hurt but it'll be fine yeah it's like i know this is gonna be uncomfortable and i'm scared <laughs> and it could have like really bad consequences but i'm also not gonna run away i'm not yeah, gonna leave this right. is happening yeah because people have done this before and they've been fine mm-hmm. it's happening yeah so they're like all right take you take you to the room this is the room where it's happening yeah and there are two it looks sort of you need seen it, like an mri machine or something yeah it's like a full-on you lie flat on your back there's like a huge plastic tube uh, not a pl- not like a full on tube, but like a almost like a half a half circle yeah, thing, like, like a tunnel of sorts. Yeah, um, you don't go fully into a tunnel though. It's like a big a big helmet that they like can swing over you. Okay, that's kind of what it is. It doesn't cover <laughs> your whole body, just your just your face. Got it. <laughs> so I, you lie back, your head goes like in. <laughs> Into this like sunken uh, like indent there. I wonder so, how many people at this point are just like, I don't want to do this. Never mind. I thought about it a little bit. Yeah. I was Like this is this is crazy. <laughs> My eyes aren't that bad. <laughs> I'll just never mind. I'll wear glasses. That's also fine. <laughs> but it was also more like less the laser and more like the recovery time because every time I've gone in, they're like, Oh yeah, next day you're good. You go to work. And yeah. this time I went in, they're like, All right. Next day, you can go to work, and two weeks of these drops and these drops, and sleep with these goggles for 10 days. And I was like, you guys said this was casual. This was a bait and switch. I have to go to Iceland in a week. And I can't just go without my eyes land. Now I have to bring two, I have to get droppers and fucking goggles. (laughs) Okay, so you're in the fucking holster. They're about to like, it seems like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, I'm in the holster. Um, they tape my right eye shut. Tape it shut? Yeah. And then they put like numbing drops on my left eye. Okay. Uh, once those are in there, you, <laughs> the doctor sort of like holds open my, my eye uh-huh. and he slides the plastic it's it's not like a crazy clamp yeah but you can tell that it's like it's keeping it goes your under open. your eyelid and oh, you like, under your eyelid yeah wow so it's keeping your eyelid open yeah and how does it not dry out because i need to blink every like 10 to 30 seconds well they're covering your eye they have like lots of different drops i don't know how many different drops i got in there but like blink replacement basically yeah they you, you like wash they wash it out <laughs> with water they like uh put out a bunch of like numbing cream in there and then like the doctor straight up like takes what seems like a brush and just like brushes your eye uh-huh uh because like i'm all you see is like kind of blurry lights and yeah then there's just like a windshield wiper type thing that goes across your eye and that's a brush or was that the laser that's the brush okay, that's so him there's... like getting my eye ready and are you, are you asking him questions or are you is he telling you what's going on he's like he you're like... doing great and i like i have like jokes in my head a little bit like i wanted to say <laughs> you're doing great but like Everything that was ever, I didn't even have a response because it was like five, basically my, I was so scared that everything was, I got a five second delay. <laughs> so you opted also, not they, to have they the. They like asked me if I wanted a blanket. So I'm like lying there with <laughs> <like> a blanket, <laughs> petrified. I should have gone. Um, all right. So you opt for not this, the, the, zacto the, knife blade right slicing not blade your cornea I, went bladeless, I went laser so you have a thin layer on your eyeball called your cornea they have to slice that and flap it up yeah kind of so like first, uh, little sunglasses yeah the clip-ons. first laser is what creates the flap yeah so, so that's what he says he's like all right i'm gonna laser your eyes open he didn't say exactly that but i did know like from watching the video that that's what was about to happen he was like are you ready <laughs> There's how like, many people say no to that i bet yeah. Like, I guess uh yep, yep. Actually contacts. It's I think it's just like this weird, like friendly thing. Like I was so nervous, I didn't want to do it. He's like, (laughs) How are you feeling? I'm like, Good. (laughs) Thank you. I kept on saying thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. And like there's just these sort of like blurry red lights and then like one green light. He's like, Look at the green light, look at the green. And he's like, "You ready? Here we go!" And then it was just like a sound, and the the green light went from being sort of like a blurry like stoplight green yeah. to like the point of a pen that sharp, like super sharp green laser. Mm-hmm. And it starts like moving around, and he's like, "Don't follow it! Don't follow <laughs> it! Just relax your eye." <laughs> I might follow it if I accident. What do I die? okay. Uh, and and then just it lasted like truly maybe like. Five to ten seconds. Nothing. But that's just like, the flap part. That was just the flap part. Then they taped that eye shut. And oh, they, they flap, and then they don't. They don't do the LASIK part yet. Not yet. So they taped that eye shut. Oh my god! And can you imagine they, seeing a video of that? I would hate fucking it. fucking eye ball being slit open. I'd so hate it. And then they did it to my right eye. Exact same thing. Are you nervous at this point? Or are you like, okay, now we're in it to it? No, end? after. So as that was ending, he's like, "All right, we're almost done." And like then I started like laughing because it was like so nothing. It <laughs> yeah. didn't even. I felt like the tiniest bit of like pressure. Um, you know, like when you. I guess like similar to going to a dentist when you have like Novocaine and like yeah. things, you feel like just like a touch on your gum, but like you're, a it's probably like stabbing. Yeah, but it's nothing. It's like just like just uh, like somebody pressing on your eyelid a right. little bit. Just a gentle and they're actually touch. lasering it open. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they do that with that second laser. Uh, same Still thing, green. Create the flap. Yeah. S- same exact thing. Go back. And then I then they like sit me up and they help me over to the next laser and I'm like not opening my eyes. I'm just like you can open your eyes. And like oh. and I did and I was like I'm not blind. It, everything was like blurry and my eyes were like <laughs> watering a lot. But I guess that's also like the numbing stuff. So your flaps were open at this point. I I don't know like yeah I think they had been created but they hadn't been peeled back. Got it. So slit there but flap still down. Yeah. So then the, I go back into the next machine and they do, I mean, the exact same thing. Uh, <laughs> tape one eye shut, hold yeah. the other eye open. <laughs> um, and this, it's I It's not believe, at the same machine. It's a different machine, different laser, but this is when the doctor peels back the flap. Oh. And the second laser, exact same scenario, look at the green, and now I'm a pro at this. I know exactly like- Yeah, it's re- the, the third time. Look at the green, relax my eye blurry green turns into the sharp green point yeah but this time you hear like sort of there this is like they're like melting away some of the cornea the actual the the front not the back of your eyeball right yeah like (laughs) because i think what it is sort of it's like it's like a windshield it's like a it's a like a glass lens but like if i had like a lot of cornea buildup so they like hollowed it out a little bit (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't know exactly what it is but they're like they're creating a a better lens got it and that involves like just straight up burning some of it off so you smell it that's the fucking crazy part and this is the actual lasik surgery that's happening there's Uh, no third step yes there's no third step so they lift up the flap and then they start burning the cornea they burn it off and you like can feel you can't like feel any thing besides like the pressure but you sort of just like know what's happening so what's like makes happening? You... a laser is burning your yeah eyeball? that it's like they're taking away little pieces of your eye <laughs> and how do they possibly know it's like all right don't take too much because he's only a minus 1.25 i think i mean that is all the lasers and the doctors i don't know like there's uh, is he actually controlling the difference of the laser between a 1.25 and a one that's a good question for him I don't know. We should have him on the show. I'd love that. I okay. would love to talk to Dr. Lee. And what does your eyeball burning smell like? Um, it's hard to describe. I've never smelled anything like it. Was it smell like meat? Um, did it smell like burning paper? No, it smelled a little more, less like that, more like um, like a science experiment kind of burning. Got like it. Like a sulfur-y, sulfury meat maybe. and he's like ignore the smell that's just your eyeballs burning or no, he didn't ever bring I just, smell. yeah i just sort of assumed that's what it was got it so they do it to one eye then they do it to the other one and he's like all right all done and he's like all right yeah uh you you did great and they were like all right go in here they dilated my eyes uh so he can give me like a post-exam thing uh-huh and then i just like <laughs> sat it back in the waiting room just like shutting my eyes were you like i hope when i open them they're fine or they're like it won't be fine for a little bit um they didn't say anything about it i i was imagining that i would just be like lights out blind black but like when i opened my eyes i could see you know not good but fine i like like, what blurry i I looked at my phone to see what time it was and i couldn't see that got it but like i could see (laughs) i was i was walking out of the room i like i didn't need help i could have like found the door found the seat everything yeah. would have been fine got it like, i could see everything <laughs> but just not like little specifics and the weird thing is like then i looked at my phone to see what the time and i couldn't so i like held it closer to my face and i like there was i couldn't see it there at was all. no difference. just like total blur like light sensitivity blurriness or like just bl- everything. just like i wouldn't couldn't find sharp like sharp <laughs> uh, a sharp edge on anything you're, <laughs> and you're wearing sunglasses that they give you Uh, at that point I was not wearing the sunglasses yet I wore those afterwards okay oh wait no I was wearing them yeah I was walking around there wearing sunglasses and then how long are you waiting before he checks to see his work 15 minutes while my eyes dilated then he then I could see like my eyes like weren't that blurry anymore Uh I could see pretty well Uh, they put more of the numbing stuff in there Yeah, and that like got them nice and wet Yeah, came in He looked at my eyes. He said that it went really well. He said, you did great. And I was like, thanks. And that that time I finally said, you did great. (laughs) Uh, And then that was it. And like, they said, I would. then I had to wait 45 minutes for Jill to pick me up because I had told her to come at the wrong time. Got it. So you writing, you can't look at your phone or you can sort of look at it? Um, I, I could, I, I couldn't read a single thing on it. And also they told, they tell you like not to look at a screen, just basically. Are you still nervous at this point? Um, Like I hope that went well. I wasn't. Yeah. I was more uncomfortable. I was like, all right, I want this to be (laughs) over. This is like, now I have to like just shut my eyes for the entire night. Then I have to go to sleep and like wake up and hopefully feel better. What was home like when you got home? Uh, when I got home, I could see a little bit. I could see enough when I got home that I, like, uh, downloaded the TuneIn app and put the Cavs game on. <laughs> so you were listening to a radio. So I was just, I listened to the whole entire cap game uh, lying on the couch with my eyes shut. And then Jill made dinner. Have you ever listened to a r- basketball game on the radio? No, but I love it. Oh, that's interesting. By the end, I could really see it. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So who needs LASIK? Um, you just need a really good radio play-by-play commentator. That's true. If they could describe the street shi- the street signs as I drive home, were you nervous to like? Awesome. Were you constantly checking to see if your eyes were better? And you're like, it's okay, it's fine, it's not yet. I was more nervous about like I just wanted to rest them even more than they said I should. Right. Like I think they said after a few hours I can like um, use your eyes. Yeah. But I just, I straight up basically kept them shut all the way up until bedtime. And then I just went to sleep. Because I was like- Are you I, nervous to sleep where you're like, this is great. Eight hours n- of shut eye. I was nervous to sleep because I wa- didn't want to like rub my eyes or like move the mask. <laughs> oh, I just kept God. on imagining like rolling over like, and <laughs> putting my arm on the mask and having it dig into my cornea. Oh my Ripping God. the flap off. So I like <laughs> slept like a dead person just- Backups, on my back, eyes straight up, I put my sleeping mask over my <laughs> night goggles. Yeah. You like one false moon just like slides it open like a sheet coming off of bed. Yeah, And a couple, and but I, I pretty much slept through the night. Woke and, like, up. Is there a nervous moment when you're waking up? You're like, I'm going to open my eyes for the first time. Yeah. When I did that, I was like, ah, oh, it's like everything is like a little blurry. My eyes are really sensitive. And I was like, well, that's every morning. Yeah. And then- I brushed my teeth and I went out into my living room. And in my, from my living room, I can like see a house like that's way up on a hill. Yeah. And it was like just ultra clear. Whoa. that so that's was, the like, moment. I was like, I felt like a goddamn superhero. <laughs> it was it was like, uh, and then I was like walk, walk, walking around. I was like, I, I wouldn't be able to like read the... Title of that book usually so there's a lot of like guessing like wait did I my eyes used to be like right a little bit like how better is this that's right and then when I went to finally when I went to work I was like I walked and I took the train and I was just looking at street signs looking at shop signs like testing my eyes and it is crazy (laughs) so I can see success oh yeah I can see so much (laughs) further than before and there's still like a little sensitivity about light my eyes are like getting a little tired but in terms of drive? like what I can see. Oh yeah, I can drive. You're gonna what drive I, and home. I can see, I can see just so fucking clearly. You don't, you pr- probably don't have to use the drops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do I need the steroid drops for? I'm the man. <laughs> oh yeah. It's your, one of your flaps is kind of dangling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Here, oh. Let me just massage it shut. <laughs> Youch! Oh, you yanked it. You yanked oh. it like a bandaid. That was my flap, man i thought it was top down not bottom up i am so sorry i wonder if that happens like what would happen if the flap came off yeah i don't know. it takes um i think they said like 10 days before the flap is like Fully. you're not supposed to i you're not supposed to take a shower in the first 24 hours you're not supposed to like rub your eyes really hard for a straight up month a month oh because then it could just yeah you don't want to disrupt the flap wow it's like a scar that's healing yeah holy shit so i'm gonna i'm trying to take real nice care of the flaps. So, <laughs> real <laughs> good care of the flap. for now you recommend it yes i think if you're if definitely for people like me who's like i just couldn't get used to wearing my glasses right. and i was like living my life with everything blurry i think that like it's different if you're like if you're good wearing your glasses yeah then I, it would what be what a whole, whole rebrand for me i'd be like a different human if i could just see without glasses but yeah. i'm kind of curious maybe that's the next step Whereas before you got LASIK, I would say I was like 0% into it. Now I'm like 5% curious. You can go and get a free consultation and see if you're a good candidate. No, this is fine. I'm probably a great candidate. Uh, I really uh, then just, just have go to... do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's... I could do it and then just still wear glasses. That's the weird thing. Yeah. And then if you ever... Like when you wake up, you would just like have good vision. Or if your glasses were dirty, you could take them off and you'd be able to see. Yeah. But I don't want to be that guy that's like, do you need glasses? I'm like, actually, I don't. I just wear them anyway. You... I... For, uh, I think that you're you're 35 now. You're confident enough that like if anybody made fun of you, you'd be like, "I spent my whole life wearing my glasses. I'm I like thin-skinned. Them. I like I... the way I look. <laughs> I wore glasses for real for 25 years. So don't give me that yeah. bullshit. I suffered, <laughs> and now they're trendy. I th- yeah. and like and I can see, but like I'm gonna fucking be. I'm gonna be trendy. It's like wearing a watch or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I would rather get LASIK than wear a watch. I don't know. Try to convince <gasps> me, people. Tweet at me." I think you should, because it's, it's just so nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm definitely a little bit curious. Um, all right, let's let's, let's talk about our live shows and then get the hell out of here. That oh. took up the entire fucking second half. That's, I hope you're happy. That counts as my unsolicited advice. That's right. If you're thinking about it, get LASIK. LASIK. Uh, all right, so uh, we're going to Amsterdam on June 4th, uh, London on June 6th. That show sold out. And then mm. Dublin on June 10th. Come check us out. Jake will have perfect vision.
0: I would love to see you
1: there. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Did you take any selfies during the LASIK? No, I took one afterwards, the one I sent you. Oh, good man. Yeah. Do you know what your your vision is now at this point? Yes. I got an eye test. Yeah. My vision is 2015. That's better than 2020. (laughs) But it's 2018 now. I'm better than perfect. <laughs> just like 2015 was a better than perfect year. Remember 2015? <laughs> oh, that was when the we thought goat Trump year. was just like a, yeah. a silly little thing that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you think Trump has contacts in because he's never wearing glasses? Hmm. Did he get LASIK? Let's say he didn't, <laughs> and he's just down to be a blurry I guy. Think, I think his vision's blurry, and I think that's good for him. You world. never see Trump in reading glasses. You never see him like take reading glasses out of his joke like coat pocket he doesn't read put it right. on and read like a guess, menu yeah, well, he probably stands close enough to the TV that he can just see without like oh that's it being good blurry. or like he shouts at the drive through menu so like he sort of already knows what he wants oh yeah he's got the McDonald's menu like memories. quarter pounder medium fries and three of them and <laughs> now please that is what he does when he goes to the drive-thru. You know he's going to the drive-thru. Of course. We'll answer some more questions next week, I promise. Uh, closing theme song is by Travis. This All right, Travis. Nice... Wait, Travis Scott? No, I don't think so. I was going to say, because that'd be it's insane. A, it's a fun rock and roll riff. Awesome. Uh, so enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Fun special guest, already recorded. Get get pumped. Get very pumped. Bye.
0: Looking back at me, I see that I It's am going
1: That was a headgum podcast.
0: Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhart. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us, two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week, we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre from microbudget Japanese zombie movies, to Aaron Sorkin's award winners, to Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called 2038 Rapture starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world as Sean Combs plays his producer. Uh, And they they have to do this in order to beat... Beat it. Beat beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, Whatever. (laughs) that's the yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so to become a member of lackluster video all you have to do is subscribe